This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A district court judge has sided with the state of Montana after Lake County argued the state should be financially responsible for federal criminal oversight of the Flathead Reservation. Quote, it is unfortunate that during a legislative session noteworthy for its unprecedented budget surplus, the parties were unable to reach an agreement to provide for the ongoing safety and security of the Flathead Indian Reservation and Lake County. The court orders also continued, particularly as Lake County's enforcement of the state's criminal jurisdiction on the Flathead Reservation has been described by Governor Gianforti as a model of success. The decision is the latest in a years-long fight between Lake County and the state over who should foot the bill in the wake of a decades-old agreement between the state and the federal government removing the responsibility for federal crimes from federal agencies in the Flathead. Lake County officials have said the financial strain of this decision reached a breaking point last year. Lake County previously said it spent $4 million a year to comply with Public Law 280, and the tribes spend roughly the same amount to facilitate misdemeanor jurisdiction. The 2021 legislature passed an appropriation of $1 for Lake County for Public Law 280. The judge previously described and chose to reiterate that as patently absurd. The 2023 legislature passed a bill that would have allocated $5 million over the next two years to Lake County for administering Public Law 280, but it was vetoed by the governor and failed to get the necessary votes to override. The advocacy groups Wild Earth Guardians and the Flathead Lolo Bitterroot Citizens Task Force are arguing that Montana's new wolf regulations violate the Endangered Species Act because the federally protected bears have too high a chance of getting caught or hurt or killed in a wolf trap. And if the advocates have their way, the state's four-month wolf trapping season will be reduced to six weeks or possibly eliminated altogether. Tim Bechtold, the attorney for the plaintiffs, said, because grizzlies have recently been confirmed in many areas far beyond their historic recovery zones, the lawyer says they face a reasonably certain threat of getting caught in a wolf trap in the new wolf trapping zones surrounding those bear territories. Many grizzly bears are still in their pre-hibernation stage looking for food, and the trapping season is scheduled to begin for wolves on Monday. A recent study by British Columbia grizzly researchers found that the bears are likely to get caught in wolf traps, and that trappers are unlikely to report the incidents. Beckhold told the court, quote, if the state managed grizzly bears, they'd be shooting them. The Missoula County Elections Office didn't misuse its voter database during the 2020 or 2022 elections, contrary to the allegations first levied by a couple of local Republicans. That's according to a Montana District Court judge who sided with the county 
in a lawsuit alleging election fraud stemming from the 2020 election cycle. False claims of election fraud spread after former President Donald Trump denied the election results of the 2020 election. Quote, plaintiffs have not produced any evidence that Missoula County or its employees misused its limited access to the database or operated those controls in an abuse of voter databases in either 2020 or 2022, Judge Donald Malloy said in his October 17th summary judgment. The Missoula County Election Integrity Project, a local election conspiracy group, initially filed the lawsuit. Project members include Representative Lynn Heligard, the Republican from Missoula, and former legislator Brad Tashida. The group claimed voter count video supported its theory of ballot stuffing and a 6% margin of error. Research conducted by the Missoula County Republican Central Committee found a 0.09% margin of error in tracking ballots. Plaintiff John Lott, who continued the allegations that the local Republicans made, claimed Missoula County failed to preserve snapshots of the voter database violating Montana records retention law and federal requirements. But the county and the Secretary of State manage the voter database. The county only follows the office's guideline on returning data. Judge John Larson said the county had no access to the information Lot was seeking and had no way to provide the information as it was controlled by the Secretary of State's office. Plaintiff Lot is also known for research on guns, although his work has been discredited by officials at the Johns Hopkins Center for Gun Policy and Research, whose director, Daniel Webster, has publicly stated that Lot makes things up. The lawsuit was supported by the Washington, D.C. think tank, America First Policy, founded by a former Trump official. Montana's general deer and elk hunting season wraps up on Sunday. So far this season, more than 81 hunters have appeared at regional game check stations in northwest Montana. Harvest remains slightly down compared to a year ago. The number of hunters is slightly higher. So far, hunters have checked 540 white-tailed deer, 381 white-tailed bucks, 79 mule deer, and 35 elk. A conservation group in Montana has raised the reward for information leading to the successful prosecution of the person or persons responsible for the illegal killing of a wolverine that was discovered last week. The Centers for Biological Diversity increased the reward to $11,000 by offering an additional $5,000 for information leading to the successful prosecution. The wolverine was shot dead and then skinned along a closed U.S. Forest Service road and the Beaverhead Deer Lodge National Forest. Its remains were discovered November 10th. According to wolverine advocates, they are fierce and independent animals. They face significant threats from climate change. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks initially offered a $1,000 reward for information on the killing. Trap Free Montana announced a $5,000 reward, and the center is now boosting that amount by an additional $5,000. 
If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 52 states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations in 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.